Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey everybody, welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University. This is going to be a really, really great topic, a great conversation we're going to have today, and it's all about brand storytelling. Now, you may have heard of branding, and we all know the importance of branding, but how many of us really know the importance of storytelling to build that brand? And uh, I have on a great guest today. Her name is Rachel Poland. And before we talk to Rachel, I just want to remind you to subscribe, whatever podcast player you're listening to on this right now, and uh, get over to the website, tradeshowyou.biz, and make sure you sign up on the email newsletter. So much great stuff coming it up, but I want to introduce Rachel to you. With over a decade of diverse experience, Rachel Poland specializes in partnering with clients to create, transform, and produce complex programs that highlight her expertise in brand storytelling. Collaborating across multiple industries like technology, automotive, and entertainment, Rachel develops and personifies their brand through event marketing, partnerships, and innovation. So excited to have you on. Rachel, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hi to all of our event professionals out there. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. And I appreciate you, Jim, too. Thanks so much for having me today. It is my pleasure. Rachel, tell us, brand storytelling, why is this really important and instrumental to our events? Yeah, of course. I kind of have like three main topics that I feel make brand storytelling really come to light and, and in a sense, dummy proof to understand when you're explaining it to clients, <laughs> because it's a really tricky subject because Many clients in general are allergic to strategy. They have an issue with taking time to go do the strategy because we know that it takes away from the overall arching timeline. And as we know, events, time is money because it's not like producing a program where maybe you could push the date. There's no such thing in events. We have to work towards that date. So brand storytelling strategy, it's hard. Also, brand storytelling often gets confused with product marketing. It is not the same thing. Putting out some products is not telling your brand story. That's telling, you know, the product that your brand happens to offer. But what this is, what brand storytelling is, is selling this like solution or a benefit to solving your problem. And that happens to have all these products. And then lastly, Brand storytelling is not a one-size-fits-all model. It has to do with your audience. Who are you trying to reach? Some A B2B customer is going at a trade show is going to be different than a customer B2C at an NHL event. <laughs> they're not the same person. Also, there might be a little bit of alcohol involved at the <laughs> NHL event. You need to be a little bit <laughs> more exciting and more engaging with that type of human. And it's just like a, tr it's a tricky subject 
that you really have to like hone in on the importance and brand storytelling is a beautiful collaboration between strategy to product marketer to creative. And it really will like bring your team together too. It's, it's really interesting in that way. That's so cool. I, I love how you how you kind of pull all that out, and especially the the differences between B two B and B two C, and a little bit of alcohol maybe. <laughs> but how you but how you said something you said right at the beginning there. So many companies are allergic to strategy. I've never heard it put that way before, but it's so true. They they just kind of avoid that whole part of it, and they get focused on the shiny objects and oh, our graphics look like this or that and. And so, so for, for brand storytelling, where do they start? How do, how do they yeah. begin to develop their, their, their storytelling? Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, right? Because the day-to-day product marketers you maybe be dealing with are maybe director and below, but when you get to see sweet level humans, like those CEOs, those CMOs, those presidents, those VPs, they really care about strategy. And in, in, a, in a weird way, you can use brand storytelling as a selling technique to continue to evolve how you're going to like have more events, how you're going to have more pop-ups. And where you start, it's a really, it, it depends, right? It, it depends on A, is this brand evolved yet? Are you there? But also my, my biggest question I always like to, to ask is why and where? Why are we showing up? Why does the brand matter to this trade show, to this event? And where? Okay, sure, you might have picked X trade show, but does it make sense? Is it, is it the true audience you're trying to reach? Or is that really going to get the engagement you want? And those are the two questions I like to start with. I like to take a step back and it's like very, yes, high level. And it's hard to sometimes answer those questions, but it's more than just saying, we're this brand and this is why you should like us. It's more than that. It, it, it's telling a story. And it's also taking a step back and understanding where did we begin? Why does that matter now? Yes, we've evolved. Yes, I'm sure what, whomever your client may be, yes, they have evolved, but where did we begin? I think a really good example of that is I've been, I've been very fortunate in my career and CES, the last Really good CES. This one's going to be really good. I can feel it. But the last (laughs) really good one, in 2019, I worked directly with Amazon Alexa. And it was actually their first CES they were activating at. And they had all these products that just came out, right? And I like to also, sometimes when I I talk about her as an Alexa, I like to make sure I don't say her name too much. (laughs) So we're going to refer to her from her because I'm sure just like at my house, all these listeners have her in their house and then she starts going off. So, you know, she often shows up in your home and the story truly is for that brand is how do we elevate your home? Yes. Now we're in cars. Yes. Now we're in other things, but how do we elevate your home? And that was the story we needed to tell. So what do you see in your home? What's the first thing that matters? So not only are you strategically placing design elements, product placing, you're even strategically placing staffing on site. Like, how are you telling this story? And that is where where we started, right? It was, hey, we're going to CES. Can you help us? Okay, 
What do we want to say? What does the story want to tell? Well, here's the product list. No, no, no. That's great. The product list is great. But what is the story we're trying to tell? And that truly was, how do we elevate your home? And we took the step back and that has truly made this like beautiful, like seamless story as you're walking through the experience of, oh, this makes sense. And you're no longer also associating one product with something you like. You're like, oh my goodness, I was just in the living room space. Now I'm in the bathroom space and I need both of these things because I don't want to be in my bathroom and telling her to do X, Y, and Z and then walk out of my bathroom and it's not also happening in my living room. I'm then purchasing more things. I'm then more involved and it, it reminds me of like my sales days like 16 I worked at this place called <laughs> limited to it no longer exists it was like owned by the gap and I love it and it was always like as a salesperson if they only check out with one thing that's why by the counter there's like gum and yep. a little earring and you should always make sure it's three plus sales and I always think about that right and that was so many years ago and it's the same here too when you're telling a brand story, when you're trying to create that brand ambassador, which is a huge, I see brand ambassador as not the people you hire to be there, as, but the human that you're hoping that leaves and just becomes like this human that always wants to buy your product. When you're creating that brand ambassador, they're leaving with more, with wanting more than one thing. And that's important. You gave us so much there. My goodness. <laughs> I, I lo and I love how you really broke it down to the basics of why are we there? Why are we going? And are we at the right show to even begin with? But then even taking a step back and, and when you're trying to figure out the story, the story of your brand, because I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of companies, especially the smaller companies, that maybe are just trying out trade shows for the first time. And as a show planner, you have to guide your, your exhibitors so that they can figure out how to best present themselves. But going back to, it's not just a product. We're not just have we're not just having her at the show, but we need to figure out how our customers are using her. How are they using your product? How do they in integrate it into their life, into their business? And and I've I've heard so many wonderful stories over the years of companies that were marketing one way, and then they decided, you know, we're going to spend a day with our customer and see just. Sit, stand in the background, see how they interact with our product, and light bulbs went off, and new innovations came about because they never realized that people actually use this one, this one feature a different way that they than they ever intended. So so good to really get back into my audience, my customer, my ideal customer. How do they do it? And then that's that's the beginning. That's just the beginning steps of how you build that story. Wow, I, I love that. People, hopefully you you are you are going to re rewind that, listen to that again. And I love what you ended with in brand ambassadors. It's not just a person. It's every person that comes into your booth that when they leave, you want them to become a brand ambassador. You want them with those wow moments. Now, should uh, should brand ambassador or brand ambassador, should brand storytelling, should that have an evergreen approach or should it be very specific per event? The answer is both. I felt like that was a very like professor teacher answer. Like, no, there's not one way. And, and why is that is, is your holistic approach, your like 
overarching thematic, your theme, right? Your messaging framework should always, yes, be throughout every event because you want something to be tieable. So, or something that continues to create that tie as you go on because, okay, sure, maybe I went to CES and then I saw you at a music festival later and I want to, and to create a brand ambassador, you know, you probably need to see a brand show up a good two to three times before that really like is in your memory. So you want to make sure that you're drawing them in with something that feels like they've seen it before, like a very deja vu moment, right? But at the same time, your audience matters. It does. So you shouldn't be showing up to all of these events, whether they all are B2B or whether they all are B2C. It doesn't matter, even though maybe you're The attendees are similar, but they're different enough. And you need to be telling a different story. Also, yes, you want that deja vu moment, but at the same time, you don't want people to be bored. They see your activation or your trade show booth pop up at the same events that they're also going to. So they stop coming to your to your booth because they've been to the same 10 you've been to. And they're just like, oh, here they are again. Those are things to like, you have to think about. It's funny because my childhood best friend is a very successful director of marketing at a large brand that sells like venues, right? And she goes to a lot of the same events. And a lot of other people go to the same event she goes to. And she finds a new way to engage those people each time because she realized, oh, I'm always running into Sally and Joe Schmo, right? Like, Why would they want to keep coming to my booth? That's important to remember as well, especially in the B2B space. I feel like we forget that often. We, we kind of like label things like tier one, tier two, tier three, (laughs) and that is it. And it's interesting because I'm not saying, you know, I come from George P. Johnson. I understand fabrication costs. I know that's expensive. I know the cost of graphics are expensive. I know that you're trying to save costs from each event moving forward, but there are minor ways that you can create a different story. And, you know, you have that same messaging framework, but you have changed something. And I feel that I've learned that the best working in automotive and doing automotive marketing, because although it feels like from the outsider, maybe you're telling the same story. You're really curating what type of vehicle and what additional products are enhanced in that vehicle based on what your attendance is. And you see that, that the, the vehicles change from show to show. And on the auto show circuit, you're not always having the same vehicles. And that's important because also, again, talking about attendees that go to the same thing. Oh my goodness, like auto show attendees go to all the auto shows like you need to switch it up you need to keep them coming back for more you have to think about it that way think about it in in a sense of of a performer um a concert you know you have a a, a singer who yes they know that these 10 songs made them and they're always going to perform it at a concert but they're also going to always throw in something new or they're going to do it in a different way because they realize that these are my fandom. They're always going to come back, but how do I keep them coming back for more? 
I'm lighting up over here because <laughs> this is something that that a, a lot of I've been in the B2B space almost my entire career. What you're saying is 100% spot on. It's more of budgets and form over function and or function over form and and not changing things up and keeping things the same because you know, because we're going to the same shows and 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 that is so critically important, and I want everyone to hear what what the Rachel was saying there about you know thinking about. Uh, I love the concert analogy at the end. You have your favorite your favorite songs, and if they if the guitarist changes the solo, you're like, what? Wait a minute! And that's what you're going to remember when you leave is that you wouldn't believe they changed the solo on this song at all. It was amazing. And so, how are you? How are you changing up your solo as as a company, as an exhibitor? How are you changing things up, or as a show planner? How are you making this show different than last year's show? Because if the last thing you want is people going, yeah, we've been there the last couple of years. Okay, yeah, it's, it was pretty much the same. I think we're going to skip it this year. You can't have anyone having that that attitude. Outstanding stuff. <laughs> Outstanding. So, Rachel, as we're thinking about the brand storytelling, how can partnerships fit? And do they fit? Yeah, I, I love this question because I, I think that a lot of the times brands think of mostly themselves, but (laughs) partnerships allow another interesting way into a consumer through maybe they're a brand ambassador already existing for that partnership, right? And this allows them to kind of sneak their way in to a consumer they might not have been able to before. I like to see partnerships in many different ways. There's, There's the way of a brand having a partnership for a product. And I want to go back to CES. It's a great example because CES just showcases so many amazing things. It's truly one of my more favorite B2B events, even though I know it's B2C, but let's be honest, it's B2B (laughs) now. Let's talk about, like, let's be honest. And so for one, like one example, I, I keep going back to automotive as well, because in tech, their job is to innovate. They always are innovating, right? And they're continuing to grow. They're continuing to tell their story. Automotive is a little different. They're older. They have an older model, but they found in the last five to 10 years that it's time. It's time to innovate like everyone else. Let's catch up. So they've been doing a really lovely job. One really great partnership that they had one year at CES is this really cool VR campaign that we helped create for them, which was a collaboration and partnership with Pixar. And that partnership actually was a employee benefit of being able to get a discount on a car. Although that doesn't showcase to every other human, right? And it's like, unless I work for Pixar, I don't get that discount, but it starts a conversation because if I am already a brand ambassador for Pixar and I work at company Y and I'm like, why is Pixar here? I can start a conversation and I find a way, maybe I want to bring that to my company as well, generating Mm. revenue. That's really awesome. That's one form of partnership. There's also Amazon Alexa sometimes they will come out with a partnership with a specific talent, right? And you have your your Alexa and it's like wrapped in a Billie Eilish graphic, right? And now you're bringing in the fandom of Billie Eilish and who's their 
if we want to talk about brand ambassadors, let's talk about like fandom and celebrities. <laughs> that is like a true brand and brand ambassador. So now you're bringing that in and you're gaining so much from that partnership. That is to me like genius. And also talk about trying to reach a young demographic. That is like the perfect, perfect talent partnership to latch on to. And then there's also partnerships in the sense of where are you going to activate? Going to CES, that is a partnership with CES. Yes, you're activating there, but they are an association. You are partnering with them. You've decided to go there. But also, how are you partnering and getting to a younger demographic like going to a music festival? I want to jump back to Honda and Acura, right? So similar to you know the story we were telling is like they decided – they needed this music partnership. That is a partnership. They took a step back. They decided, how do we reach a demographic? How do we show up? And they started these beautiful partnerships. They went to Sun. They went to the Sundance Institute. That is a phenomenal partnership. That is so smart. You're not only reaching the cool part about Sundance if you've never been. Let me backtrack a second. Is although yes, you have to have a ticket if you are going to see films. But the everything that's happening in Park City is open to the public. So it's a unique partnership because you have, again, you're leveraging what is Sundance, pulling in all these humans. And now they're coming and they're seeing, oh, wait, why is Acura here? That makes sense. That's cool. What else are they doing? And what Acura does at Sundance Film Festival is beautiful. It is like truly the description of leveraging from partnerships part they have a partnership with Sirius XM because it's in their vehicles what should we do I know let's curate a a night concert every night at Sundance hosted by Sirius XM like genius now you're bringing in more because people are like oh let's associate you know let's Sirius XM they know about music I'm going to come in wait why is Sirius XM at the Acura tent that makes no sense oh they have a partnership I wonder if that means they care about music. They care about young creators. I now want an Acura one day. That is what we call a brand ambassador. That is why partnerships are so ex- important and more important, I think, than certain brands view. I think there are certain brands that have really tapped into that market. Like, look at TikTok. That is literally partnership <laughs> written on it. <laughs> That's what they should have <laughs> called the app. That is what TikTok is all about. It's about collaboration and young creators. So they continue to do that through their activations as well. Partnerships is another fancy word for collaboration. And as we know, we are all humans and we come up with the best ideas when there's more than one head. Love it. I absolutely love it. And, and the, that's just the collaboration. And, and if you're a smaller company, smaller brand, you might thinking, well, I can't, I, I can't reach out to Sirius or, or a big brand like that, but you have your partnerships, you have your collaborations and each of you think of this almost like a brand stacking. So I've got my brand, they've got their brands and we have some overlap, but now you're also stacking your audiences. And now you're, you're tapping into their audience that you never would have had had an opportunity to before, but now because of this collaboration, you got people going, 
whoa, whoa, what's going on here? What are they doing? Oh, this is this is amazing. And I'm hoping that people are really internalizing this and getting getting their juices flowing and, and excited about all the things that yeah. this whole brand storytelling journey is all about. Yeah, as we as we kind of wrap up here, give people what is the, the key thing that you want them to take away from all the wonderful stuff that you shared today? Yeah, I think the key takeaway is like it, it takes time. And I know like I've sat on that other side of event production and you need that time to produce as well. But I promise if you give yourself that extra month to really think through what is the story we're trying to tell? Who are we trying to reach? Why are we trying to reach them? And what about us is unique to that audience? Your ROI your lead generations, I promise they will increase immensely. And the end result will be that increase in revenue. And then more than ever, you know, your, the, your C-suite executives will see, this is why we do these things. This is important. And it's easier, you know, on the brand side, if you sit there to sell it in, it also creates this like beautiful on the agency side, this beautiful partnership between you and your client. Wow. I, I, I'm getting some goosebumps over here. This is just great, great stuff. And it, it's going back to the basics and it's worth it. Take the time. I'm going to go back to something you said at the beginning. Don't be allergic to strategy. <laughs> Dive in. Take the time. It is so, so worth it. That ROI is going to, it's going to pay back. It is going to pay back. Rachel, thank you so much. This has been amazing, amazing. Tell people about, about your business and what you do. Yes, I am a consultant and professional in both event experiential marketing. And how does that also tie into partnerships and innovation? I'm here to help you tell your brand story through strategic partnerships, through activations, through brand strategy, and really just experiences. And I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to put you know, my professional powers <laughs> and experience in front of, you know, my different clients and really just find a way to elevate what you, amazing work you probably are already doing and taking it to the next level. And if people want to reach out to you and connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. Find me on LinkedIn. It's Rachel Polin. This, I'm sure my name will be spelled out, yeah. but it's P-O-L-I-N. And let's just connect and start a conversation and find some time to chat. And it can be very casual. Let's just chat through your goals and your needs. And we'll find something that is a custom plan that fits to your goals and needs as well. And I will drop the link to her her LinkedIn profile right there in the show notes. Click on that show notes button. And you know, because you came to this point, you've listened today. Rachel knows her stuff. She's got the and she's got the the experience to back it up. Amazing, amazing stuff. Rachel, thank you so much again for sharing and for just being a light for the industry. This has just been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. This was super fun. I agree. I agree. And everyone, continue to come back here to campus each week as Trade Show You and keep binging, keep getting better, improve your ROI. You got some great stuff today to, to help you get there with brand storytelling. So we will see you next time right here on campus at Trade Show University.